Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Lux presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you Dennis Morgan, Al Jolson, and Francis Gifford in Swanee River. Ladies and gentlemen, your guest producer, Mr. Walter Houston. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Without doubt, we Americans are the greatest song-loving nation in the world. Other countries may still lead us in the classics and grand opera, but our melodies have warmed the hearts of marching armies. They've been sung by the lonely campfires from the steppes of Russia to my native Canada. And they've been danced to from the villages of Ireland to the cafes of Brazil. For songs come easily to Americans. And they came easily to Stephen Foster, whose life story is the subject of our play tonight. From the 20th century Fox hit Swanee River. In our cast is a man who was for years billed as the world's greatest entertainer. Al Jolson, who made the first talking picture ever produced in Hollywood. Co-starred with Mr. Jolson is another gentleman who is carrying on that fine tradition of great musical entertainment, Dennis Morgan, a singer whose acting talent is as admirable as his voice. And finally, because the life of Stephen Foster had its share of female beauty and romance, we have the auburn hair and blue-eyed Frances Gifford, shortly to be starred in Metro-Golden-Mayer's picture, Our Vines Have Tender Grapes. I hardly need say that it's a pleasure for me to be back on this stage after many years of absence. And while I've missed you all, I've been with you every night as part of the Lux audience. And I might add, I've also been loyal to the real producer of this show, Lux Toilet Soap. In my hometown of Running Springs, about 100 miles from here, Lux Toilet Soap is a regular item at the Little General store. And I'm pretty sure that all 36 inhabitants of Running Springs are faithful users. And now, here's Act One of Swanee River, starring Dennis Morgan as Stephen Foster, Al Jolson as E.P. Christie, and Frances Gifford as Jane McDowell. This is the story of Stephen Foster, a man who taught America to sing man from the North who found immortal inspiration in the South, whose life story is long forgotten, but whose simple words and music endure forever in the hearts of the American people. My name is E.P. Christie. Some people call me the king of the minstrel shows. I first met Stephen Foster in Pittsburgh when he tried to sell me a song. He had just come back from Kentucky, been visiting there. That's how he came to write the song. You see, one morning, Foster was supposed to take a girl for a boat ride, Jane McDowell. Jane waited at the landing till the boat left, and then she found him sitting in a field, listening to some darky singing. Well, Stephen. Jane. Forget about the boat ride? Boat ride? Oh. Oh, of course. Well, come on, let's go. Can you swim? Swim? Well, that's the only way you'll ever reach the boat. Look. It's... it's gone. Yes, Stephen. But that's ridiculous. I just happened to walk over here not more than five minutes ago. Five minutes? Look at your watch. Why, 
Well, that's incredible. A quarter after ten. Jane, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I shouldn't know you by now, Stephen. Hmm? I said I should know you by now. Wait a minute. Let's sing. I've got it, Jane. I've got it. You've got what? Never mind. Just come with me. Well, where are we going? To find a piano. A piano down here? There's one in the saloon back of the wharf. Saloon? Stephen, I can't Quick. go to the saloon. Quick, before I forget it. Hurry. Here come the heathen lights. Come on, you. Come on, you. No. It's no use, Jane. I was so sure I had it. But what's wrong with your song? I thought it was wonderful. The ending. I can't end a song that way. I can't end it that way, Jane. You know, I think the Negroes would end it like this. Hmm? Like this. Why, that's right. Jane? Jane, how did you know? I was brought up on darky music. Darky music? You know, I've always wondered why... Wondered what? Why no one's ever taken the trouble to study their melodies. To compose original music in the, in the same simple mood. Why don't you do it? Why don't I do it? Yes. Yes. Why don't I? Oh, you could do it, Stephen. You have a wonderful feeling for it. If I ever do, Jane, you'll have to take the blame for it. You'll be all the songs I'll ever write. Without you, they'd... Well, they'd just die. Then we mustn't let them die. Jane. Jane, darling. Stephen, um, what about Father? I, uh, I saw him last night. Well, what did he say? That, uh, I have a sense of humor. Well, see, he likes you. He also said that I'd need more than a sense of humor to support a wife. And what he called the... Almost inevitable consequences. Oh. He's right. I can't support a wife writing songs. Jane, I'm going back to Pittsburgh tomorrow. Tomorrow? I had a letter from home. My family, well, we've lost quite a lot of money. Strange as it seems, I'll have to go to work. How can you joke about such a thing? I'm not joking. It just seems funny that honest endeavor has finally caught up with me. I've avoided it all my life. And now the very thing that I've avoided is going to be the means of our getting married. Don't you see, darling? I'll get a job, make lots of money, and we'll get married. You're going into business? Sure. What about your songs? Well, I could still write music on the side, couldn't I? Angel, leaving tomorrow. Jane, could you wait for me? I'll be back for you, Jane. You know I will. Oh, I'll wait, Steve. Only hurry back, darling. Be sure to hurry back. Let it only take a minute, Mr. Christie. I told you no, I'm not buying any songs. How dare you trespass in my dressing room? Withdraw. Look, Mr. Christie, I'm leaving Pittsburgh. I've got a job in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They love me in Cincinnati. I'm trying to tell you I've got a song made to order for you. It could be the best song in your show. Young man, for ten years, E.P. Christie has held audiences in the palm of his hand with any song he cared to sing. One song, more or less, is nothing in my life. I see. I'm sorry to bother you. Oh, uh, one moment, one moment, my young friend. I am perhaps America's most gifted entertainer. But does that give me the right to be completely heartless? No. In short, I will consider your little opus. Here. Here it is. Let's see. Why, you lucky young man. E.P. Christie gives you $15 for your song. $15? Oh, come now. Let us not be greedy. Nothing to the tune, but I'll take it. Put my name on it, put in all the Oscar Missoula, and maybe... dollars, you pickpocket. Brother, I'm a patient man. Are you not aware that most songwriters offer me money to present their pitiful endeavors? Then, uh, then how do they make a living? The answer is brief and to the point. They don't. I'll, uh, I'll take the $15. And here you are. Five, ten, fifteen. Thanks. 
I shall consider injecting your song in my new routine next week. Now, let me see. I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. I'm the going to Louisiana, my true love for the sea. It rained all night the day I left, the weather, it was dry. The sun so hot I froze to death, Susanna, don't you cry. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. I had a dream the other night when everything was still. I thought I saw Susanna, dear, a coming down the hill. The buckwheat cake was in her mouth, the tear was in her eye. I said, I was coming from the south. Susanna, don't you cry. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. As I come from Alabama with my banjo on my Next time, that little tune was selling by the thousand. Yes, I had found a bonanza, no Susanna, but I had also lost a songwriter. Foster had given up composing. He'd gone to work for some commission merchants in Cincinnati. Twelve bales cotton, Moody and Sons, New York City. Eight, hun- eight hoghead tobacco, Collie Brothers, Cincinnati. Two hundred... Oscar! What? Do me a favor. Whistle something else, will you? Huh? Anything else. How about that decision of the song? The band was playing it last night at the Camp Town Races. Camp Town Races? Yeah. Camp Town Races. What's the matter with you, Steve? Hey, where are you going? Boarding house. But if the boss walks in and... Tell him I've just saved him the trouble of fire. Something's ready, Mr. Foster. No, no, thanks. Some other time. You don't eat, you don't sleep, you don't pay your rent. All week long, you've glued yourself to this piano until I... Here, here. Here's your rent. Your watch, Mr. Foster. But this is gold. It's worth much more than you owe. It doesn't matter. Please, please go. Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Foster. Better for you, Mr. Foster. We do not feel that your song is worthy of publication. However, if you care to send us any further material, imposing return postage fees, of course, we will be willing... Better under your door, Mr. Foster. We wish to repeat. Songs like Camp Town Races simply do not have popular appeal. We suggest you turn your efforts to work for which you are better qualified. Wishing you every success. Miss Jane, Miss Jane. I'm here, Uncle Joe. Did you get the letter, Miss Jane? M- Mr. Steve's letter? Yes, I, I got it. But, well, when's he coming back to Louisville? He's never coming, Uncle Joe. He thinks he's a failure. Oh, he'll be back, little missy. But as soon as he gets on his feet, oh, well, please, he... Uncle Joe. Yes, I'm sorry, Miss Jane. Truly Harry. Yeah, Mr. Foster? Here. Give me that much whiskey. I said whiskey, not beer. For that much whiskey, you gotta have a beer mug. You better take it easy, Mr. Foster. Oh, sure. Sure. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. A toast, a toast. E.P. Christie proposed a toast to the fair lady to whom I've dedicated my latest and greatest composition, Susanna. Wait a minute, Mr. Christie. Oh, my young friend from Pittsburgh. I've been looking all over for you. I've been looking for you, you thief. Hey. Hey. 
<laughs> First, I'm a pickpocket, and I'm a thief. Now, suppose you just sit down I and... can't do what I'm going to do sitting down. Which is to wit this. What more? I'm not sorry I hit you, and as far as I'm concerned, Mr. Christie, you were a fool to bail me out of jail. Well, now that you've gotten that off your chest, let me fill your glass. Thanks. All right. Why'd you do it? Get me out of jail. To find out why you're so enraged with E.P. Christie. Because you gave me $15 for a song you knew would make a fortune. Now, 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 come down, my boy. I'm about to offer you a job. There's a place for you with Christie's Ethiopian minstrels. You write the ditties, I'll wobble them. How about another drink? You shall have a dozen. And Sunday morning, we shall board the steam cars of Chicago. You are now the protege of G.P. Christie. <laughs> now, now tell me, tell me, Tambo, you were saying that your wife didn't want to move. What happened? What happened? Why, that train done hit my poor old wife. The train hit your wife, and then what happened? She moved, brother, she moved. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we conclude the first part of the entertainment with a brand new song sung by myself and the entire company. The camp town ladies sing a song. Do ya, do ya. The camp that racetrack five miles long. Oh, do ya, I come down there with my hat caved in. Do ya, do ya. I go back home with a pocket full of tin. Oh, do ya, Wind the run all night. Wind the run all day. I've got my money on the bobtail nag. Somebody bet on the day. The long tail filly and the big black horse. Do ya, do ya. They fly the track and they both cut across. Oh, do that day. The blind horse digging in a big mud hole. Do da, do da. Can't touch bottom with a ten foot pole. Oh, do that day. Wind the run all night. Wind the run all day. I'll bet my money on the bobtail nag. Somebody bet on the bay. Wind the run all night. Wind the run all day. I'll bet my money on the bobtail nag. Somebody bet on the Opening, Mr. Christie's splendid audience. Chicago always appreciated me, Wilson. I'll be here in my dressing room doing the oleo. Yes, sir. Oh, hello, Foster. Hello. Well, they, they seem to like it. Camptown Races is a hit, Mr. Christie. They're still applauding out there. I wrote it, and I tell you, this one is even better. Which one? This. You've played it for me 50 times, and I tell you, it's mush, mush. It's much too slow. You could go out and do it now. The orchestra knows it. The whole company knows it. Forget it, forget it, my boy. Or even I couldn't make him like that, did he? Then let me sing it. Let you sing it. If there's anything I loathe in a man, it's an inflated ego. Oleo, on stage for the first number of the Oleo. I'll see you later. Oh, Wilson! Wilson! Coming, sir. Hurry, my man. My yellow silk jacket and the purple britches. Yes, sir. You sang Camp Town Races magnificently, sir. To you, perhaps to the audience. But to me, the true artist is his own severest critic. Frankly, I... I was colossal. Yes, sir. <laughs> but the strain of introducing a new number, uh... uh the bourbon, sir, of course. Yeah, bourbon. Just a tiny, tinsy tumblerful. Wilson, I am weary. Then lie down, sir. I shall. Call me in time for my entrance. I... What's that, sir? Rebellion? That's what it is. It's mutiny. It's Stephen Foster, his new song. Get out of my way. I'll strangle him the minute he steps off that stage. Mr. Christie, sir. Mr. Christie. They're not walking out, Mr. Christie. The audience loves it. I tell you, I'll rip him to shreds. I'll... I... They do seem to be enjoying it, don't they? It's a wonderful song. Get the double portrait on stage, tell them to harmonize with him. And you, sir? I'll go out and take the melody. Come 
was a knocking at the door. Then my old Kentucky home, good night. Weep no more, my lady. Oh, weep no more today. We will sing. It's for Mr. Foster. He's coming here today. Well, that's fine, Miss Jane. Oh, he's a success, Uncle Joe. He's making lots of money, and, and he wants me to marry him. Now, right away. Yeah, your daddy, Miss. Do he know that? No one knows that. Uncle Joe, get the carriage. We'll go to the station and meet him, just you and I. Well, Uncle Joe. Yes? Do you think this dress is all right to be married in? Why, sure, Miss Jane. <laughs> I was just wondering about my clothes. When your daddy finds out what I'm doing, I... Just wonder if these old clothes is good enough to get buried in. <laughs> in just a moment, our stars will return in Act Two of Swanee River. And now, here are two young office workers at the end of a busy day. Oh, my. I guess it'll come sometime. Clang, 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 went the trolley. My goodness, Mary, we've been waiting 15 minutes for that bus. How can you be so cheerful, especially after the day we've had? Me, I'm all in. I'm pretty tired, too, Janie, I'll admit, but I'll be all right by 8 o'clock. Oh, so you have a date tonight. Sure have. And as soon as I get home, I'm taking my beauty bath. Beauty bath? What do you mean? Just a Lux toilet soap bath. It always gives me a real beauty pickup. Clever girls have taken a tip from Hollywood. They've discovered how to make their daily bath truly luxurious and refreshing. Here's what that lovely young screen star, Linda Darnell, says about it. I use my complexion soap, Lux toilet soap, as a bath soap, too. It has such rich, creamy lather. After a Lux soap bath, you feel refreshed, and you look it. Women everywhere find that's true. And they have many reasons for preferring fragrant white Lux toilet soap. The lather's wonderful. Whisks away the day's dust and grime in a jiffy. Leaves my skin beautifully fresh and sweet. Makes me sure about daintiness. I love the delicate, clinging fragrance Lux toilet soap leaves on my skin. Why not get some of this fragrant white beauty soap tomorrow? Enjoy its delicate, flower-like perfume. It's creamy, abundant lather. And here's something else you'll like about it. You'll find Lux toilet soap makes a thrifty bath soap, too. Each satin smooth cake is hard milled. It lasts, and it can be used to the last thin sliver. And now, Walter Houston returns to the microphone. Act two of Swanee River, starring Al Jolson as E.P. Christie, Dennis Morgan as Stephen Foster, and Francis Gifford as Jane. <laughs> Yes, Stephen Foster came back to Louisville. Jane met him, and they ran right off and got married. Only old Uncle Joe knew their secret. He drove them down to the river landing. Their honeymoon was starting with a boat trip to Pittsburgh. What am I going to do without you, Uncle Joe? Uh, you do fine, Missy. We'll never forget you, Uncle Joe. Be sure to tell Father as soon as you get home. <laughs> Your poor guys give me a lie, but I don't care as long as you's happy. Oh, here's the steamboat ticket, Mr. D. Thanks. And the change from the money. That's for you. No, no, Mr. D, thank you. But someday maybe you do lack your sit and rat me or so. I'll write it, Uncle Joe, I promise. And promise to take care of my missus. I will. Now hurry, Uncle Joe, didn't you hear her blowing? Well, we'll get down, Miss Jane, don't you worry. Oh, it's just perfect here on deck. There's music inside, darling. People dancing. Oh, let them. Out here, it's like the whole boat is ours. I'll buy it for you if you like. Someday. Take a lot of money. I've got a lot of money. It seems incredible, Jane. But I'm a success. 
people like my songs. Oh, they're good songs. And I feel as if I could keep it up forever, more and more. They're all inside me. I'll be respected. We'll have all the money we want. We'll make that banjo ring till... Ring. Ring. Ring the banjo. Stephen? Those are the words I've been searching for. Ring. Ring the banjo. Darling. Yes? Just stay here on deck for, for ten minutes. Alone? I'll be back. I've got the chorus for a new song. I want to jot it down before I forget. Excuse me. Are you the leader of the orchestra? There's something you'd like playing? It's a song I've just finished. If you could play it now, I'd be happy to buy you all a drink. <laughs> well, we'll try. Mind if I lead them? Go right ahead. All right, men, keep your eyes on the music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, and uh, please use the banjos. banjo, I like that good old song. Come again, my true love, oh, where you been so long? Ring, ring the banjo, I like that good old song. Come again, my true love, oh, where you been so long? Ring, ring the banjo, I like that good old song. Come again, my true love, oh, Do you think we could do it again? Well, we'd like to, but it's 11 o'clock, and we closed the ballroom at... 11 o'clock? Why, yes. Excuse me, and thank you very much. Jane. Oh, Jane, darling. Well, I waited, Stephen. Was it 10 minutes or 10 years? Someone should hit me on the head and throw me overboard. We've been married just three hours. For two hours, I've been alone. It's not a very happy start, is it? I'd sooner die than hurt you, darling. You know that. Jeannie? Jeannie? Why did you call me that? I... I don't know. Well, that's what Father used to call me when I was a little girl. Jeannie. Jeannie with the moonlight in her hair. In her light brown hair. Oh, sweetheart, can you forgive me? Oh, you know I will. How can I help myself? From Pittsburgh, Jane and Stephen went to New York. They rented a fine house on Washington Square, and then, about six months later, I brought my minstrel show to town. They had a reception in my honor. Later in the evening, Stephen said he had a surprise. Friends, it's, it's a new song. It's really not mine. It's hers, Jane's. I wrote it for Jane. Jane, is it as good as the others? I like it best of all, Chris. You see, he wrote it for me. I dream of a genie with a light brown hair Born like a paper on the summer air I see her dripping where the bright Happy as the daisies that dance on her way. Many were the wild notes her merry voice would pour. Many were the blithe birds that warble them Of a genie with the light brown hair floating like a vapor on the You leaving too, Chris? 
Yes, it's pretty late. Oh, that song, Steve, Jeannie, with the light brown hair, is the best thing you've done. Thanks. But I'm working now on something that's really important. An orchestral suite. Orchestral suite? That's pretty high-class stuff. You, uh, you have the training for that sort of thing? <laughs> well, that's a fine thing to say. You know what I mean, Steve. I, I'd hate to see a first-class Stephen Foster turn into a tenth-rate Beethoven. Anyway, good luck. Good night, Jane. Good night, Chris. Stephen. Well, just a little nightcap, dear. Don't you think you've had enough to drink, darling? More than enough. Jane, this is my last drink until the suite is finished. Thank you, Stephen. And now, I have a surprise for you. Of course, it, it isn't as wonderful as a suite, but then... Jane! Jane, what is it? Oh, I don't know, really. It may be a boy, and then it may be a girl. Jane! Jane, you're not joking. Oh, no, I'm not joking. Well, wh why didn't you say something? We, we've got to get a nurse right away. And you, why, you've been on your feet all day long. All night long. J Jane, you, you've just got to. A baby. <laughs> Poor Stephen. Fathers have such a dreadful time, don't they? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to be worthy of them, darling. And worthy of you. I'll try harder than ever, Jane. Harder than ever. That autumn, a couple of days before the baby was due, Stephen's orchestral suite was introduced. The concert hall was filled with pop hats and music critics. Jane, of course, couldn't be there. It was just as well. For halfway through the composition, the people started to walk out. I started out, too. I saw Stephen all alone in the last row. You walking out, too, Chris? Yes, Steve. I never attend my friend's funeral. I had such hopes for it, Chris. It would have made Jane so happy. Oh, come, come now. Don't take it so hard. Let us go and search for the silver lining. Leave now? Why not? Yes, why not? But uh, I'll go on home. Jane's waiting for now, me. Now, one moment. You can't go home looking like Hamlet's ghost. Now, come on, chill up, my boy. We'll have a couple of drinks, and you'll feel a lot better. You'll be home in an hour. I don't know what happened, except Steve never did get home that night. And while we were going from bar to bar, Jane was bringing Steve's baby into the world. He had failed her. Failed her badly when she needed him most. When he finally faced her, no man, I'm sure, was ever more thoroughly ashamed. Jane. Jane, are, are you all right? Yes. I'll never do anything like that again. I promise. We have a child now, Steve. We've got to think first. I think if you ever do this again, I, I have to leave you. If I ever do, I'd want you to. Why don't you go and introduce yourself to your daughter? She's awake in the cradle. Hello? Jane. Jane, she spoke to me. She did not. She did. I heard her distinctly. She said, Daddy, you've got circles under your eyes. <laughs> Stephen. Yes? As soon as I'm able, I'd like to go home. I... I see. The baby and I. And you. Oh. Oh, my darling. My darling. In Louisville, Jane's father welcomed them with open arms. He was proud of Steve now and delighted with his granddaughter. But the visit was not entirely a happy one. The old darky Uncle Joe was very, very sick. I was glad you come home, Missy. Mark glad. What's the matter, Uncle Joe? I was tired out, Mr. Steve. Bone tired. All you need is a good long rest, and you're going to have it. Yes. The voices talk about it all the time. Voices? Uncle Joe? Mr. Steve, 
that song, you, you ever write that song for me like you promised? Well, I... Of course he did. Let me hear how it go, Miss B. Let me hear Tomorrow, Uncle Joe. You're too tired now. Never too tired for that. Never. Tomorrow, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe never heard his song. Stephen Foster wrote it for him that night. But by morning, Uncle Joe had died. I shouldn't say he never heard it. I'm sure he did because they sang it for him. Steve and all the darkies who gathered on his grave to say Foster's success went on and on. It was at its height when the Civil War exploded. He tried to enlist, but the army doctors turned him down. His drinking had affected his heart. He said nothing to Jane, didn't want to worry her. One night, when we're having dinner in a restaurant, the manager paid him a wonderful tribute. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are greatly honored tonight. With us is America's foremost composer, America's troubadour, the incomparable Stephen Foster. Thank you. Thank you very much. In honor of Mr. Foster, our orchestra will play a medley of his best-known compositions. Wait a minute. Who wants to hear Southern song? Yeah, that's a rebel song. Who do you think we're fighting? He's right. All Foster writes about is the South. I never want to hear his songs again. What's the matter with Yankee Doodle? Stop it. Stop the music, please. Stop it. You sympathize with the South, don't you, Mr. Foster? Yes, deeply. Then you're a filthy traitor. Excuse me, please. Stephen, Stephen, where are you going? Let him alone, Jane. I think right now he'd rather be alone. But where is he going? Hey, don't worry about Steve. I'll take you home and come back for him. Come on now, we'd better leave it. Long after midnight, I found Steve. It was just a matter of touring the saloons. I brought him home. I thought he'd be all right. I didn't know he'd stagger straight for the room with his little girl. All he wanted was to kiss her goodnight, but... Where's my baby? Gotta kiss my baby goodnight. Daddy! Daddy, what's the matter? Where's my little girl? Here she is. Just... Just kiss her goodnight. Daddy! Just kiss her 
No one could really blame Jane for doing what she did. The next day, she said goodbye to Steve. She and his little daughter, Marion, were leaving him. Will you write to me, Jane? I mean, just to... to let me know how Marion's getting on? Of course I will. Tell your father I'm sorry I made such a mess of things after all. Oh, Stephen, if it were just the two of us, Oh, what I'd... good would it do? I'd only make promises and break them again. I guess there's nothing more to say, Jane, except I love you. I'm losing my whole world. I'm ready, Mother. We'll go right away, dear. Where's your hand, coat, Daddy? I... I'm not going with you, darling. Daddy... Daddy can't go with you. He's got to stay here and, and rattle out some more songs. But I don't want to go if you're not going. Oh, of course I'm going, darling. Later on. Stephen, I... I think we'd better be leaving. And you'll bring the songs and we'll sing them together? <laughs> of course I will. Run along, darling. A ride on the ferry boat. A ride on the steam cars. Goodbye, Daddy. You'll hurry, won't you? Yes, my darling. Goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye, Jane. We pause now for station identification. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. In just a moment, we'll return with Act Three of Swanee River. Hello, Mr. Kennedy. Why, Sally, hello. You certainly look fresh from the Easter parade. That's a very becoming bonnet you're wearing. Or uh, is it a bouquet? No, don't tease, Mr. Kennedy. The very nicest hats this spring are trimmed with flowers, lots and lots of flowers. I'm not teasing, Sally. I think it's really charming. Just a hat, may I say, to set off a lovely luxe complexion. Oh, thank you, Mr. Kennedy. You know, I was sort of hoping for that. I'll bet this spring, everyone's more grateful than ever for Lux Soap Beauty Care. Fashions are so feminine and frilly. Naturally, a girl wants her complexion to be, well, sort of spring-like looking, too. That's a good way to put it, Sally. A lovely, fresh complexion gives any girl that springtime look, doesn't it? And it's wonderful what regular Lux Soap facials will do for your skin. You notice how much smoother and softer it is in a very short time. Recent tests prove that. Actually, three out of four complexions improved with daily Lux Soap Care. Screen stars depend on their active lather facials for real beauty care. Won't you describe a Hollywood beauty facial for our audience, Sally? It's very simple. You cover your face generously with the creamy Lux Soap lather and work it well in. You rinse with warm water, splash on cold, then pat dry with a soft towel. That's all. But it works so well that nine out of ten Hollywood stars take Lux Soap facials regularly. That's because skin really becomes lovelier with this gentle daily care. Lux Toilet Soap is the chosen beauty soap of famous screen stars. Women whose skin must be soft and beautiful enough to face camera close-ups at all times. Why not take their tip? Start tomorrow to use their fine white beauty soap, Lux Toilet Soap, regularly. And now, Walter Houston returns to the microphone. Act three of Swanee River, starring Dennis Morgan as Stephen Foster, Al Jolson as E.P. Christie, and Francis Gifford as Jane. Stephen Foster disappeared soon after Jane and little Marion left him. I looked for him for weeks. Then I had to leave, too, because the minstrel show was going to Europe. Soon after, I returned. I found Stephen working in a cheap saloon as a piano player. Good to see you, Chris. What are you doing here, Steve? Oh, handsome wages, delightful surroundings, and the liquor's passable. How was Europe? Europe, a triumph. Why, Queen Victoria self said Christie, at last I've heard the real Oscar Mazula. Yes, I, I can imagine. Stephen, what's happened to you? Oh, I guess, I guess I'm just played out. And Jane, Marion? They, uh, they never came back. That's a woman for you. No, Chris, no. She should have left me long before she did, the way I treated her. Steve, I've made a lot of money. How much do you need? Nothing. But I owe it to you. If it wasn't for your songs... I don't want any money. I don't want anything. 
No, that's not true. There's one thing I'd like. I'd like to hear my songs sung as they used to be. I'd like to be able to write one more. But if I can't, I'm much better off forgotten. How can you talk like that? Chris, I wish you'd go away. I wish you'd let me alone. Steve. Please. If you ever need anything, you know where to find me. Hey, don't you ever sleep in the bed? What do you want? Boy, you must have been on a good one this time. Here, letter for you. Letter? Read it to me. Oh, sure. It says, uh, Dear Stephen, I don't know where you're living, so I'm sending this in care of Chris. I'll be in New York on my way to Boston, and I should like Ooh. to see... Who's that letter from? It's uh, signed Jane. Give it to me. And I should like to see you. Please meet me at the Hotel Brevoort on the 23rd. Jane. Jane. Sam. Sam, what day is it today? 22nd. 22nd. Of September. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Stephen, won't you sit down? Jane, Jane. How's Marion? She's grown so you'd hardly know her. She looks more and more like you every day. Poor child. How, how long will you be in New York? How long do you want me to stay? Do I want? But I thought you were going to Boston. There's no hurry. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm afraid I won't be able to see you as much as I'd like. My, uh, my new songs are keeping me pretty busy. Oh, I'd like to hear them, Steve. Oh, of course. Yes, I... Oh, you know I'm lying, Jane. I haven't written a song that's worth anything for... Well, not since you left. Oh, I'm lying too, Stephen. I'm not on my way to Boston. I've come back to you, if you'll have me. Oh, no, Jane. No. I'm no better than I was. I'm worse. Much worse. I believe in you, Stephen. All I'm asking you to do is to try. You can do it. I know you can. If you still think so, I will try, Jane. I will. He did try. He tried for weeks to write something new, something good. But it was a long road back. He could stop drinking, but he couldn't give himself a new heart. Jane still didn't know about that. Well, one morning after Jane and I had a little talk while we went down... Stephen, I just saw Chris. He wanted me to tell you he's holding a place in his show for the new Foster song. As soon as it's written. If it's written, Jane. I've tried as hard as I know how, but I've done everything I can. I... Stephen, you must understand. Nothing's changed in you, really. You're still Stephen Foster. The Stephen Foster who told me long ago he wanted to write the music of the South. Remember, Stephen? It was the day we missed the picnic boat and went off by ourselves. Remember? Down in the river? Yes. Down on the river. Long ago. Jane. Yes? Jane, I wonder. I just had an idea. If you'll leave me here alone for just a little while... Just a little while, maybe I can. Oh, darling, your new song. Maybe, Jane, I don't know. Maybe. Well, John, how are the tickets going? I can't understand it, Mr. Christie. The entire house is sold out. And you're the muttonhead who told me New York wouldn't come to hear a new Stephen Foster song. I didn't think you should advertise it so much. Why? Well, like I said, I thought the war would stop him from wanting to hear the kind of thing he writes. Well, I was wrong. Say, it's after eight. Hadn't you better get ready? Right away. Oh, wait. There's Mrs. Foster. I'll see you later. Oh, Jane. Hello, Chris. Well, the house is all sold out. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Steve. Well, to tell the truth, I'm so nervous that I thought I'd make him that way, too, so I left him to dress. He's joining us here. Fine, let's go in. So that's the great Christie. Yeah, thinks he's going to sing a southern song, does he? Just wait till he tries. He'll find out what we think about the rebels. Good. Where's the rest of the boys? They're belong, got it all fixed. They'll be sitting all over the house, and the minute Christie starts singing Foster... You're going to be late for the theater. Won't take me long. Bring my shaving water. Right here. Pretty hot. Thanks. 
Mrs. Foster says your song's gonna go over big tonight. I hope she's right. Look, Sam, has your father got a razor strap? Yeah, strapped me with it yesterday. I suppose you can borrow it? Sure, I'll get it. Mr. Foster, you feel all right? Yeah, I feel fine. Fine. Now hurry. I'll be right back. Have to hurry. Razor. Where is it? Oh. Better start shaving. Better. None of us at the theater knew what had happened to Steve. We started the show. During the mission time, Jane came looking for him in my dressing room. Just then, the boy from Steve's boarding house burst in. Mrs. Foster, you gotta come. You gotta come right away. What is it? What's wrong? It's Mr. Foster. The doctor sent me. He's had an accident. Doctor, I'm Mrs. Foster. Where is he? Still in his room. Ambulance is on the way. What happened? Heart attack. Cut himself badly when he fell. He's been asking for you both. You better come in. Steve. I'm sorry I missed the show. Did they like the song? Oh, they loved it, dear. Yes, Steve. The old Oscar Missoula, my boy. <laughs> they lapped it up, yes, sir. You always did sing my songs better than anyone else. Our songs, Jane, Jeannie, just seems that something always happened. I'm sorry. I did try, Jane. Ambulance is here, Mrs. Foster. I'll go with him, Chris. Yes, we'd better both go. No. Go back to the theater. Sing his song. Please, for him. Sure, Jane, sure. So I went back. I planned to close the show with Stevens' new song. When the time came, he put the signs upon the stage announcing it, and the manager went out to make a speech. While he was making it, someone handed me a note. Ladies and gentlemen, we've all waited patiently for a new song by Stephen Foster. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's our great pleasure to announce we have not waited in vain. Mr. E.P. Christie will now go. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Please, 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 give me your attention. We intended bringing you a brand new ballad by America's favorite composer, Stephen Foster. Oh! Please, 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 just a moment. We also intended that Mr. Foster be here tonight. Unfortunately, this isn't possible. Please, ladies and gentlemen, please. This was to have been his evening of triumph. Instead, it becomes his memorial. Stephen Foster is dead. He left us his new song, a song that will endure long after the war between the North and the South has become history. It is a song for all Americans. With your leave and permission, I'd like to sing it now. Way down upon the Swanee River See you. 
shame, my darling. And my little girl. And my heart is full. Swanee River fade from our stage but linger in our hearts, we join in the vote of thanks to our stars who have made this composer's life so real to us. Al Jolson, Dennis Morgan, and Francis Gidry. Thank you, Walter. Walter, I think you should have had a part in tonight's play. Yes, I think you should, too. I remember Walter Houston was touring the small time, singing his own act. Well, we came up the hard way, Al. By the way, Al, isn't the musical director of the Lux Radio Theater an old pal of yours? That's right, Will Silvers. <laughs> Quite a while ago, he used to be my musical director. Wrote one of my most popular numbers, April Showers. Why don't you sing it for us, Al, for old time's sake? Oh, do, Al. Well, I will. I will if Lou can remember it and plays it for me. Try it, Lou. Good enough. You're both on. The April showers may come your way. They bring the flowers. That bloom in May And if it's raining Have no regrets Because it is raining Rain, you know It's raining violets And when you see clouds On the hills You soon will see crowds Of daffodils So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Whenever April showers come Fine, Al, very fine. For that, you deserve a, a cake of Lux toilet soap. You mean to tell me I gotta take a bath? <laughs> <laughs> you better take Walter up on that offer, Al. Lux toilet soap is mighty precious. Well, I can tell from that lovely complexion that you use, uh, Francis. Thank you, Walter. And you're right, I do. What are you going to do here next week, Walter? A play from one of the most exciting movies of the year Universal's thrill packed melodrama, The Suspect, starring Charles Lawton and Ella Raines in their original screen roles. And I think you'll agree that it is Lawton at his best, in the role of a man who would never hurt a living being, but who finds himself torn between murder and the woman he loves. It's a great story, Werler, and we'll be listening. Good night. Good, Good night, night, and thanks Good night. for night. Our sponsors, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday night when the Lux Radio Theater presents Charles Lawton and Ella Raines and Rosalind Evan in The Suspect. This is Walter Houston saying goodnight from Hollywood. Swanee River was presented through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox, producers of A Royal Scandal, a 30th anniversary production. Al Jolson appeared through the courtesy of Columbia Pictures. Dennis Morgan, concurrently seen in Warner Brothers' picture, God is My Co-Pilot. Walter Houston will soon be starred in another 20th Century Fox, 30th anniversary production, Dragon Wick. Tune in again next Monday night to hear The Suspect with Charles Lawton, Ella Raines, and Rosalind Yvonne. Gala Party Cake, Golden Jubilee, Orange Upside Down Cake. These are three of the ten luscious cake recipes you get in Spry's free cake booklet. No butter needed. Sugar-saving tips galore. At leading grocers, 
or write Aunt Jenny, Box 78, New York 8, New York. Be sure to listen in next Monday night to the Lux Radio Theater presentation of The Suspect with Charles Lawton, Ella Raines, and Rosalind Yvonne. Stay tuned for My Friend Irma, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.